Hello, and welcome to the Think Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Cuevas. I'm a lover of French Rose coffee, golden doodles, and pump-up music. I believe happiness is something we each create for ourselves and that you are in the driver's seat of your own life. Yep, you. Join me each week as we chat with guests about their personal happiness journeys and dive into practices that you can incorporate into your daily life to help you be, well, happier. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Think Happy Podcast. I hope your holiday season has been filled with lots of happiness and joy and wine. Speaking of wine, (laughs) we are now just a few days away from 2022. I know I am not the only one who's ready for 2021 to be a thing of the past. Just like let's bring on the new year. Today, we're going to be talking all about mindset as we enter the new year. And I am really, truly excited to learn from today's guest. Okay, but first, I have a question for you. Have you joined the Think Happy Patreon yet? If yes, thank you. If no, why the heck not? You are missing out. Being a Patreon member is only $5 a month and you get super fun benefits, including a monthly bonus episode and access to resources such as journal prompts, meal planning templates, goal setting sheets, all that fun stuff. 100% of Patreon income goes back into this podcast. So if you're enjoying the show, please consider joining. All right, guys, let's dive in. Today, I am joined by the one and only Sakana Rajani. Sakana is an entrepreneur who has created many successful businesses. She is the founder of Macaroon by Petite. Patisse, a dessert boutique here in Houston. She's a business coach and just so much more, you guys. Today, she's here to talk with us about mindset, mantras, uh, vision boards, all that good stuff. So what a perfect conversation for us to be having as we embark on the new year. Welcome. Thank you. Thank Thank you you so much for having me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, I'm just so excited. I haven't seen you since, well, we're together right now, but I feel like before this, I hadn't seen you maybe in like a year and a half. It's been pre-COVID. Yeah, pre-COVID. And COVID has been going on for way longer than any of us anticipated. So what the actual heck? It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I'm so happy to be in your presence. <laughs> happy. Oh, that's so perfect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and right back at you. I remember, okay, guys, so we first met at, this is going to be super specific, 5.30 p.m. Monday cycle classes with Coco. Coco. <laughs> yep. I actually just went back for my first spin class yeah. with her this past week. And it probably kicked your butt. It really did. She is did. so hardcore the be- and the best way possible. She is incredible. And um, of course, it was my first class back post my accident, which I was telling you about earlier, the stroke. So yeah. I think I've canceled that class like four times. And finally, Coco was like, you just need to come. Just like come. that first time just has to happen. So yeah. along with that and the COVID pounds and all, you know, just it was it was a tough oh, yeah. class. But I'm back in the saddle and I'm not going to make it happen or turn into like another first class. Yes, because like when you're getting back into it and like not just cycle, just like any healthy habit, just restarting, I feel like is so, the most difficult part. Yeah, yeah. It's, because it's lost its little um, 
newness. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what the dreadful part of sitting or whatever it is like. And so you're like, oh, I know what this is going to be like. Um, The novelty effect is worn off. And so you get back into it and it does take a lot more effort. For (laughs) sure. It takes a lot more effort. And I think post-COVID, everything has been taking way more effort. Like COVID has changed how we think, how Mm -hmm. we act, how we behave. It is wild how the last two years has completely transformed our society. Yeah. No, it really has. So let's start. Tell us just like a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your companies, plural. Guys, I look up to this woman seriously so much. So just tell us all your goodness. So um, initially born and raised in Edmonton, Alberta, for anyone that is familiar with Canada, home of the Edmonton Oilers, Wayne Gretzky. (laughs) Um, Moved to Houston about 12 years ago now. Um, Came to Houston for a relationship. The relationship fell apart within the first year. And I ended up staying because I had already opened up my own little holistic wellness and nutrition practice. So my background is actually pharmacology. So my first business ever, Mm -hmm. aside from like, you know, selling cookies when I was like a little kid to the neighbors, um, was a holistic wellness and nutrition practice. So I worked a lot with children with ADD, ADHD, Mm -hmm. individuals with IBD, so Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, people on the autism spectrum. Worked with them to really hone in on their food, mm-hmm. um, nutrition, supplementation, all of that, so that we could get them off of their meds yeah. and just create some normalcy to their lives. So started doing that um, and also started teaching yoga. Yeah. And in the midst of that, I started making macarons um, for I some of the... I have such a big smile on my face right now. <laughs> Macarons for some of the kids that would come see me because I was this horrible person who was like kale and pineapple <laughs> smoothies all day, right? <laughs> so I was like, let me see if I can make them some treats that are gluten-free, color-free, preservative-free that mm-hmm. won't affect their behavior, won't affect their fine motor movements. And so I thought, let me go get the macarons. But at the yeah. time... Houston wasn't really on the macaron thing. Um, 12 years ago, if there were some macarons available, people didn't know about them. And Mm -hmm. the shelf life of macarons is so short that they'd go stale in a day and no one really wanted Mm -hmm. to buy a cookie for $2.75. Yeah. So at 3 o'clock in the morning when I thought that my life was over, which I know sounds ridiculous now, but back then I was like, oh my God, I just got divorced. I'm only like 20 in my early 20s like what's yeah. gonna happen um I would wake up and I would try making macarons I made a little oh. chart manipulated variable responding variable and somehow it worked and wow. I was like oh my god I think I got them <gasps> so I started taking them to the clinic and that led to someone or another asking if I would do it for a baby shower bridal mm-hmm. shower and then I catered a wedding the wedding led to um, a catering company calling me and asking me for 800 for the following oh Friday. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, um, I'm Canadian. I don't know if I'm allowed to do this from home. Will I get deported? <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. So I uh, started doing that. It never ended. I was doing 800 to 1,200 macarons out of my apartment kitchen every week. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah, it was wild. I don't miss those days. Um, and then from there, I was dabbling in commercial real estate. So I have a little bit of background there. Um, and then we opened up Macaron by Patisse. Um, and yes. it'll be 10 years next year that I got the space in River Oaks. Oh, God, that blows my mind. So you have had that storefront the whole time. Yes, that was the first storefront. We opened up Galleria the very same year. So that'll mm-hmm. be nine years. Um, and then we opened up a giant kitchen where we do our bake classes and stuff now right. and where our, all of our production happens. And then we have a shop in the Woodlands that's been open six years, which yes. is insanity. I remember when you opened that. Insanity. It's like yeah. it's, I, I actually can't believe that I've known you for six years. It is wild. Time is flying by. Whoa. So since then, um, while we were opening up the Woodlands location, um, we were on um, CNBC's billion-dollar buyer Mm -hmm. with Tillman Fertitta. So that was an interesting 
um, little experience being on a reality TV show. I say reality with quotations for those who can't see me. <laughs> I also remember <laughs> talking about that yeah. in the saddle. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was a fun experience. Yeah. Um, and then since then, uh, my brother and I have um, opened up a packaging company. Mm-hmm. So we do that. I'm actually in the midst of launching an athleisure brand as well. Ooh. So we're going to have yoga clothes and, and that are going to be made bold, made better, made with purpose. Yes. So we're really excited about that. Um, and then I have kind of really pivoted since COVID into the world of business coaching and mm-hmm. life coaching. So um, I work mainly with female founders and aspiring entrepreneurs to launch and grow their businesses yeah. and have an online membership program for those that are not maybe ready, but really want to get into the mindset yeah. or shift, you know, how they think and get into that vibe and be in the vibe of people that are similar. Sure. Um, and so we have an online membership group for that. And that's basically what I've been doing full time. Wow. <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> It's all where lot. you have the energy, you just blow me away. Um, and thank you for making the time for us. No, for I love this. Also, but this is just it, right? I think when you're doing the things that make you happy, oh yeah, you are vibrating at a level that allows you to do so much more. Oh yeah, um, you don't think of it as work. Me being up till two in the morning sometimes doesn't feel like work yeah. because I'm doing something that makes me so happy. Exactly. Being here right now makes me so happy. I was actually yes. looking forward to this since we put it on the calendar oh, like good. weeks ago. So good. Very good. Happy I have been too. And like I said earlier, I just look up to you Thanks. so much. I really kind. do. And I mean, I just think what you do is so amazing. Thank you. And I love that you have taken this other little pivot also into the the wellness space and the mindset and um mantras so let's talk about that you know the time that this episode is going to air it'll be the last and happy episode of the year wow i know i know like that's literally just around the corner i can't believe it You've heard me talk about the importance of exercise and how it's essential in taking care of yourself. I preach that the key to having healthy exercise habits is consistency, and that one of the best ways to stay consistent is to mix up the types of exercise you do. My routine consists of bar and cycle classes at Moda Fitness and going on runs and walks in my neighborhood. Without a doubt, the classes at Motive are what I look forward to the most. The energy is contagious, the workouts are challenging, the instructors are knowledgeable, and I always leave feeling great. Motive offers a variety of classes, including bar, cycle, jump, yoga, and the newest class, circuit. At one studio, you can incorporate multiple methods. No more wasting your time going to and from studios that only offer yoga or only offer cycle. And guess what? I have a special offer for you. Use code THINKHAPPY, that's one word, for 10% off your next class package or membership package. This code is valid for the Memorial location in Houston. Go to MotiveFitness.com, that's M-O-T-I-V, for all class and membership package information and enter code THINKHAPPY at checkout. Tell us a little bit about, like, mindset and manifesting and just what those are what really that means like we hear those terms a lot and like I feel like they're thrown around like when we're scrolling our Instagrams and on Pinterest so what do they actually mean 
That's a really good question. And I think a lot of times it gets um, mentioned interchangeably. Um, The way that I like to think of it and why I really dove into this mindset work Mm -hmm. was because I feel like it's the foundation, the base of anything that you want to do, whether you want to be an entrepreneur, whether you want to work for a company, whether you want to be at home and have your side hustle, Mm -hmm. whether you want to go ahead and build your family, whatever it is, your mindset is really what creates your level of happiness, success, contentment, peace in your heart and mind. And soul. And so mindset to me is a way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, it is your baseline. It's your foundation yeah. for living your truest, most happiest, most oh. content life. Yeah. That's what a mindset is. Manifesting, on the other hand, is using that foundation. So okay. using that mindset to create the reality that you want. So yes. now you get to That's actually good. like command the universe. Like, listen, I want this. Yeah. And you can only manifest once your mindset is in the right place. Okay. When that foundation is strong. Just like that, you're not going to be able to build a house if your foundation is weak. Exactly. Right? So your mindset's your foundation and your manifesting is your way of now being like, cool, this is what I want to order off the menu. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. So the foundation of all of it is our mindset. I truly believe it. I mean, just like our physical health is important, I think our mental health is just as important. I think Mm -hmm. COVID really highlighted that for all of us. For sure. You know, and I think if there was any taboo or stigma or a level of discomfort talking about it, well, it's in your face now. Yeah. And I think as it should be. Absolutely. You know, like taking care of what is like inside of you, you know, like those feelings and those thoughts is so so important you know you know you saying that I just want to emphasize I know I say this a lot on my own platform and I'm sure you've heard other people say it but we literally have about 80,000 thoughts a day that run through our brains 80,000 thoughts now this is the key thing here though 80% of those 80,000 thoughts Mm -hmm. are repetitive thoughts so we're literally just on repeat like we have our little subconscious Mm -hmm. tape that's on repeat yeah of those 80% 90 percent of those repetitive thoughts are usually negative no no so if you do the math and if you think about it if we can even shift one of those thoughts from negative to positive think about the impact because it's not just that one thought it's on Mm -hmm. repeat yeah it's 80 percent of what you're telling yourself absolutely it's so interesting that you say that um we were talking before we started recording how just like this week has been off you know and I was crying this morning because it's just like my imposter syndrome was coming on just like so hard, so loud. It was just like left ear, right ear, just like surrounding me. And after, like I did feel better after I cried, I will say. Mm -hmm. But afterwards, I was just like, why am I letting those thoughts like have that much control over me? Like I know that they are not based in truth. I know that. But like they have such a powerful impact. But the beautiful thing about what you just said is that you were cognizant of it. You were conscious of it. You were able to remind yourself that it wasn't the truth. And the reality is that most people are so living in autopilot. Mm -hmm. They live in their little subconscious realm without really living consciously. I posted about it today that they are not even cognizant that this rhetoric that they've created is not the truth. Yeah. It's like we get numb to it almost like we get numb to not feeling good 
Oh, and we get accustomed to it. It's yeah. like the people who have like chronic illnesses. Mm-hmm. They just yes. become used to having this chronic illness. And then when they don't have the pain, they're like, we don't even know what that's supposed to feel like. In fact, yeah. a lot of people who go through really major surgeries to get rid of something that was bothering them for a while end up having phantom pain because yeah. they end up feeling mm-hmm. that pain despite the fact that the illness or whatever was yeah. bo- the abscess or whatever it was in their body was removed. The tumor was removed. Exactly. But they're getting phantom pain because they don't know how to live their life without that pain. And it's like so much of what's between your ears you know just like it's what's up there that that you're thinking and like you said the 80 percent that is insane I had never I didn't know that which is I'm so glad I repeated it then but yeah I mean I feel like our mindset is the foundation and I think that you know when you talk about living happy thinking happy Mm -hmm. uh, being happy all of that really I think stems from your mental health yeah so how does vision boarding play into all of that Really good question. So vision boarding is simply just a tool you can use mm-hmm. to manifest. So once your okay. mindset is great, your vision board isn't going to do you anything if your mindset's not set, right. Right? You could put a fancy car and a big house <laughs> and a big diamond ring and whatever else you want on that vision yeah. board, and that's not really going to manifest itself if you're not at a fo- like a foundational level that you need to be in order to receive. Right. And so a vision board is a tool to use to order the universe to get you what you want. Yeah. And you can only use that tool when you're in a place to be able to do that. And a vision board is just one tool. Not everyone responds to visualizations. Not everyone needs mm-hmm. to create a vision board. Um, but when you do, there's a specific way to do it. Yeah. And there is um, a beautiful aspect and element to it because vision boarding also highlights different parts of your mindset, right? Mm -hmm. And actually, like, you're going to go ahead and when we talk about it in the show, like, as we continue, you'll hear me say that your vision board is actually going to highlight your limiting beliefs. It's going to highlight the things that you want to change in your mindset. And that's how you're going to actually make it work for you. Yeah. So what you were saying and maybe it's because we were talking about like your commercial kitchen and the macarons. It made me think, oh, okay, so like a vision board is just like a tool I would use in the kitchen. You know, like it's not gonna make the dinner for me. Absolutely. But it's not gonna actually chop the onion, you know, but like it's the tool I'll use to chop the onion and yeah. to make the whole dinner. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. We've talked about, you know, mindset, manifesting, how vision boarding is a tool. Let's talk a little bit about how, actually, no, before we go into that, I just want to talk to you about like some of your favorite things, like with with manifesting, like what are some of your favorite manifest, manifestations right now, mantras, and do you have any best practices? Oh, absolutely. It's okay. a big question. I know. I'm like, Very open-ended. I, I will, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll separate it out here. Okay. So favorite practices that I absolutely incorporate into my day, and you probably see it on my feed a lot. I love, love, love journaling. Mm-hmm. Journaling is huge. Me too. Um, you know, there's no like perfect way of journaling. Um, I have my own method that works mm-hmm. for me, but being able to go ahead and put your thoughts onto paper, being able to write your affirmations down, being able to yeah. write your goals down. You being able to, you know, I use a technique called scripting where mm-hmm. I write letters to myself in the future. Like, That's great. You know, my future self or I've whatever. I've done that so, before too. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the other day I was reading one of them and um, it was wild, wild how I literally manifested it. Like if I was to write a journal entry now today, it would have been a repeat of no way. that scripted page that I wrote, which gives me chills thinking that about it. That is so cool. Yeah. Morning affirmations 
rituals are huge for me. I like mm-hmm. having rituals. I think they help with habit stacking. If you've read, you know, Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that he stacks a lot of things. So I like to, you know, go ahead and set an intention for the day while I light a candle. And then I like to go yes. to my journaling practice. And so I like to have rituals. I think that they really mm-hmm. help ground me. Um, as far as some of my favorite manifestations that have happened or that I've manifested, which sounds so funny to say, yeah. but it's true. Um, <laughs> I will say that a lot of my businesses have probably come from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but my biggest, most noteworthy one, I think, for this year, if you were to ask me, because I've been yeah. reflecting a lot on 2021, was being able to get my health back into a place that is acceptable to me yeah. post my stroke. So can we talk about that? Sure. Yeah. Tell us that story. Um, last year, November 20th. Uh, we were in the midst of COVID. Mm-hmm. I was having a lot of staffing issues. I was in my kitchen a lot, baking 12 hours a day and then coming home and working on all of this other stuff. Yeah. Um, one of the things I forgot to tell you is I also do like Chinese astrology charts. So I do natal charts. And wow. so I would come home and I would have clients that I would mm-hmm. do natal chart readings for. And so I'd be up, you know, for odd hours and on my computer and hunched over in a kitchen. Yeah. And so I was having some shoulder pain, neck pain, and um, I was referred to a chiropractor. And I went to the chiropractor and he did a neck adjustment, was the first neck adjustment of my life. And that resulted in a vertebral artery dissection, which happens. So basically the little artery in the back of my neck got split. Um, Because I'm a healthy individual, it started Mm -hmm. to clot immediately. um, And that ended up lodging into my brain. So I was wheelchaired out of the office. Um, I was in ICU for a few days and acute care. So I was in the stroke center at Memorial Herman. Who, they're mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, but when I left, I delivered I, there. Did you? Yeah. yeah they're, they're I love them. They're so great. Um, had really good care there, but it was very scary because you wake up and, you, you know, obviously I have a pharmacology background, so I was able to really understand that I had a left cerebral, like cerebellar stroke. So and so that affects yeah. my fine motor movements, mm. my coordination, my left side was deficited. So when I first got home um, or when I was in the hospital, I was told that I can't walk and no. um, my speaking was impaired at the time. I had vertigo 24-7. I was oh, nauseous 24-7. Um, cognitively, we weren't sure. My left eye was lazy. It was mm-hmm. trailing. So there's a lot of things that happened at that time. And I think it's just the fear of like the unknown. Like, oh my God, is this what my life is going to be? And like, yeah. am I not going to be able to walk? Am I not? Like, so scary. And because... I'm fairly young and healthy. They really didn't know, right, how yeah. this is going to go down or play out. So it really just was me coming home and figuring it out. And I will right. tell you that it was all of my mindset work yeah. um, that I have been working on and working on myself for the past few years that truly was a testament to why I was able to literally manifest, for lack of a better term, well, yeah. me back to health. I remember meditating <clears throat> And literally imagining visually my neural pathways refiring and wow. my ser- you know, my my balance coming back and me being able to walk and it was a mental resilience and the mental strength and the, mm-hmm. the and not like a toxic positivity because that's some uh, like positive thinking is something we hear a lot as well right and we can address that as we go because I think it's important to address yeah it wasn't like this fake positivity it was yeah truly believing like that I had the capacity inside. yeah true yeah. capacity to heal that's beautiful and believing it and I think that. That was probably my greatest manifestation, probably of my life, I'd well, say. Yeah. Um, because otherwise I wouldn't be sitting here, right? I wouldn't which oh, is man. wild. And Goosebumps. you know, a lot of a lot of people would probably 
um, resigned to that fate. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. my neurologist within a few months was like, oh, my God, I'm like, I just did not imagine you walking in here. And I'm like, wow, here I am. That's powerful. So, uh, you know, if, if people don't really understand the strength of mental work, like this mm-hmm. is a testament to that. Today's episode is brought to you by the book Think Happy. Does living your happiest, most intentional life sound appealing to you? If so, go grab yourself a copy of Think Happy. Think Happy provides tips and guidance to help you transition into living your happiest life. Get ready to laugh, cry, stay up into the wee hours of the morning and ponder this thought. Happiness will not magically come to you. You have to search for it, find it, and most importantly, live it. Head over to thinkhappyco.com, click shop and treat yourself to a copy of Think Happy. Just like kind of drawing a parallel with taking care of your mind. You know, an example that maybe people can relate to is when I was pregnant, you know, staying on top of my physical fitness was super important to me. And I ended up um, getting pre a, a severe preeclampsia mm. and then an emergency C-section, right? I was not, that was not part of my plan, obviously. Of course. And then, but the recovery was not bad at all. And I like really, really attribute it to A, like my physical health. I had taken care of my body. I had stayed on top of exercising as much as I could. But then also in my mind, I was feeling, I felt so lucky like for my doctors that my baby was healthy, that, you know, even though she came into the world in like kind of a scary situation, everything ended up okay. And I think that all of that, just like the physical strength, the mental side that I was feeling so thankful, so lucky and I was just like you know what this it's, isn't that bad this isn't that gonna hard be fine. and you, it's gonna you be hit fine. the nail on the head right physical strength which of course years of teaching yoga mm-hmm. and being fit probably helped me bring my balance back way faster than right, right. you know I'm still a little wobbly sometimes in high heels maybe for more than two hours isn't yeah. my jam yet <laughs> but I mean but, I'm the same way <laughs> well thank you but you're right in the sense that it was you mentioned it gratitude yeah it was this feeling of immense gratitude and I truly feel the same way I was so grateful that I was able to get to a hospital that they were able to diagnose my stroke immediately that Mm -hmm. I had the level of care and attention I mean great yes I left in a wheelchair but you know I I had the I had the gratitude portion and the positive mindset to be like I can do this absolutely yeah it's like such a big part of any recovery you know like physical or an emotional recovery like you have to be there mentally and like yes physical strength is so great but like the mental side of things just like are so intertwined so let me give you an example which I think I love using because I feel like sometimes people don't realize the strength of our Mm -hmm. mental um of our minds yeah um Pharmaceutical drugs. Mm-hmm. When they do studies, clinical studies, mm-hmm. there's always a placebo. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. The placebo basically means they give you a sugar pill or mm-hmm. a saline solution, and it really is nothing except yeah. for you don't know whether you're getting the placebo or you're actually or the getting real. the actual drug. And so I read this um, little study, and one of the examples that was in there was there was a group of cancer patients mm-hmm. that were given a placebo or a non-placebo of chemo. Right. So they were given IV. Mm-hmm. They didn't know if it was IV chemo or IV saline. And 
40% of the people that were given the placebo, mm-hmm. okay, so they weren't given yeah. the real chemo, lost their hair. <gasps> they lost their hair not because oh. of the chemo, but in their minds, they were like, I'm going to lose my hair from yeah. this. Like, I'm probably getting chemo. I'm going to lose, my, lose hair. my hair. They lost their hair. Wow. And it was just saline. Wow. Think about the power of your mind there. I mean, now you could reverse that and think we could have given you saline and they could say, I'm going to be curing my cancer. Yeah. Right? Like, let's, let's, we can always look at it in that sense, but why not switch it and use it to our advantage? If our minds are that powerful, why can't we use them to our advantage? Absolutely. I love reframing techniques like that. Like the, this is so silly, um, but it's my most recent example of reframing. So I, over the past 30 days, I have lost 115 Instagram followers. Okay. Yeah. The the reason I had a reel that went viral. And so like a whole, I literally got like a thousand followers inside of two weeks. Okay. So I was so pumped up, so excited, um, really like trying to engage with them. Well, then I was going to look at some of my insights, which is or is not healthy but I was like oh my gosh I've lost more than 100 followers in 30 days so my first thought was what am I doing wrong why don't they like me um is like did I miss the mark with the content that I'm pushing out but then I was like wait a second wait a second wait a second those 100 people like weren't actually people who were here for what I'm showing out. So like really for what I'm putting out. So really like I'm going to reframe this and be like, no, this is like tightening up my community. You know, like I'm filling it with like people who are part of this community. I think that that is so important. I think having a closer, tighter, Mm like-minded group creates such bigger impact than having just a bunch of fluff. And I think we live in a world of fluff. And I think we all need to defluff. Just trim the fat. I mean, wish I could do that physically too. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Same. Right now, when you were saying like, I lost 115 and I don't know if you saw my eyes and I'm like, pounds? I'm I'm like very confused. I'm like, you would would disappear. So I'm like- In 30 days? I was like, what? (laughs) You're just going like, in 30 days, I lost 115 and I'm like- uh, where is she going with this? I was like, me? Not healthy? I don't know what's happening. Followers. <laughs> yeah. On the Instagram. Cool if you trim in there. <laughs> yeah. But just reframing the way that we view things like that. You know, reframing the placebo. Reframing, I have cancer. What am I going to do? And I say that with a grain of salt. Of course. Because I would course. never. Yeah. Of yeah. course. And But it, it is, you know, we see studies on it. And I mean, that's why drugs are studied as such yeah and um that's just you know one example people have used i mean i'll give you one more example while we were talking about losing weight yeah um in your mind um they had a study of of clients and they sent i think half of them to go to the gym so mm-hmm. they would work out four days a week okay the other 50 percent were told to just mentally go to the gym so like they would <laughs> sit there for 20 minutes and imagine running or on, on the, the treadmill, treadmill or you know yeah doing something some down dog <laughs> exactly they when they went back and checked the the participants that went to the gym had a gain of 30 percent in muscle mass okay okay the 
group that was just the mental group mm-hmm. had a gain of 13.5 percent muscle mass you can you can think yourself skinny you can think yourself stronger and i you know now that i'm saying this out loud to you i'm like that so that's what i'm starting today there you i'm go. gonna yes. think myself absolutely skinny. yeah okay so i just like before we move on because i'm having so much fun with this i have to tell you about a dream that i had it was probably a year and a half ago so just for fun i water ski okay um i like competed in tournaments in college oh my god i know pretty random so i was on cool. i was on the water ski team so shout out to my water ski friends who are listening to this you better be listening to this <laughs> um but okay so it was like obviously i would pretty much stick to the warm months when I would ski, right? Well, I had a dream and it was, I remember it was in winter because I was not in water ski shape. I had not been dream or I hadn't been skiing. Um, I had a dream that I was skiing, right? And like in my dream, I'm behind the boat. I have my slalom ski on, like the boat's pulling me up and I'm like running the slalom course. Um, and like the boat drops me at the other end. And then picks me back up and I go back. So it's just like I'm like skiing, like either practicing or in a tournament or whatever. The next morning, I was sore Physically. in the exact same places yep. that I would have been had I actually gone skiing. I, I love this story so it's much. It's like it was like my my shoulders, my butt, just like everything. It was it blew my mind. <laughs> like literally how crazy it's totally real yeah it really is totally oh my gosh i love it okay so let's let's start talking about closing out 2021 and just like honestly i'm really excited for a new year yeah. i i always get it. i say that i always get excited for a new year i really do i there's i love like starting a new chapter turning a new leaf i love the I just get like, I love goal setting and I, I love that stuff. So I'm really all about the Kool-Aid of like the new year. But for the sake of this conversation, let's let's talk about just like maybe like reflecting on the year and how we can use things that we learn from our reflection as we start mentally preparing for the new year. I love that um, question. Because in my private membership group, literally December is about reflection. Oh. That is the theme of the month. Yes. So um, we have um, prompts mm-hmm. for 30 days to help us get into that mindset where every day you're journaling so cool. about one question. I don't think that you can truly just reflect on the whole year in like a one session sit down, which yeah. a lot of people I think do. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of people just end up rewriting the goals that they've written down like the last six years. Yeah. Right? I think what's important here is Pull out the goals that you thought you had Mm -hmm. that you'd written down maybe um, for the year and think about them. Yeah. Did you achieve them? Did you not? If you didn't, why not? Yeah. What were the things that held you back? Mm -hmm. What were the things that didn't allow you to achieve them? And then let's work backwards, right? Be like, yeah. okay, so if we're going to set this as a goal again, right. is it really an important goal? I oftentimes think that when goals are really not that true to our essence, to our soul, mm-hmm. we don't care about them as much. Oh, I'll give you 100%. an example. I can tell you all day long, and I've done this a gazillion times, I want to lose 10 pounds. Yeah. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 10 pounds. Losing 10 pounds is not the most difficult thing in the world mm-hmm. if you're hormonally balanced and all of that. I mean, right. You know, I'm not talking about people who have medical con- issues. Right, right. But it's not 
the hardest thing. I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I know I need to work out. I need. I know I need to eat better. I know I need to get more sleep. I need yeah. to make sure that I'm drinking enough water and hydrate. I know what I need to you do. You know the basics. I could yeah. lose a 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Have I ever lost a 10 pounds? No. Yeah. No. Right there. Right there. And the reason I tell myself this is because it's really, at the end of the day, not as important as all those other goals. Now, mm-hmm. would it be great if I was 10 pounds lighter and like I, you know, sure, I'd feel better about myself. Maybe I'd be a little bit more confident in my goals, whatever. Yeah. But it's obviously not as important as all the others. So I want people to really think about the new goals that they're putting in on their 2022 list. Mm-hmm. Do they really care or is it just a goal that they've been kind of setting every year and it's been trailing them because that also has a mental component there right oh you're not releasing something and then you not achieving it makes you feel like crap about yourself Mm -hmm. which then results in like these limiting beliefs like i can never lose weight i don't know you know what i mean so i really want people to reflect like the things that they felt that they want to achieve why didn't they achieve them Mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily have to even be an obstacle that's physical or whatever or mental do you even care? Yeah. Does it even matter to you? Sometimes or is it a goal so- you just like think you should be setting? Exactly. That you feel like you should be setting, but not something that like truly matters in your core to your being. Exactly. So really yeah. think about what are those things that you want to achieve and then let's map them out. But a lot of it will be reflecting on what this year was about. There might mm-hmm. be some goals that you achieved that you didn't even know you had goals of. Yeah. So really reflecting, oh, that's like, what were some point. of the th- yeah. What were some of your achievements this year? Mm-hmm. What did you do that you didn't even put on the books? Like, yeah. I don't know if you thought about like, oh, I'm going to launch this really successful podcast. I'm going to be booking it up and I'll be booking well into 2022. Like you that's didn't. so nice of you. you. Know, and you I know? did not. It was not on my goal list. But <laughs> wouldn't that be a major achievement for you at the end of the yeah, year? Yeah. And for, for you sure. to sit there and really take it in and be proud of yourself because sometimes we don't give ourselves credit for the stuff that we do that maybe we didn't think about doing but guess what we did and so something else that you said that I really liked it and it makes me think of something that I talk to my community a lot about which is making sure your goals are even attainable because if they're not even attainable you're setting yourself up to fail before you've even started Mm -hmm. Right. Like why set yourself up for that? Why set yourself up for the I can never lose weight. Uh, Like I never accomplish these goals. And that's where it comes back down to. Right. Is your mindset again. If you're setting unattainable goals, Mm -hmm. your subconscious is not dumb. It knows. Yeah. And it knows that it's an unattainable goal. So it's not even going to bother. Exactly. It's not even going to bother. That's another thing that, you know, to bring me back to that little topic of toxic positivity. Yes. Which yes, I'm glad you I brought feel that like I up. need to talk about because everyone's all about positive mindset, positive mm-hmm. mindset, and it drives me nuts. Yep. Yep. You could say everything positive. You could pretend mm-hmm. to be positive, but guess what? Your subconscious knows. If it's it knows a, when if it's, it's a fake. facade, your, your subconscious has no mask, right? Like, yes, you can put on this front for the world, but like if it's not in you... If it's not coming from your soul, if it's not yeah. in your essence, if you truly do not believe, it is not going to happen. If you're For just sure. like, oh, no, I do. Like, yes, the world, and I am so grateful. Are you? Are you are really you grateful? Really? Yeah. I need you to really evaluate that. Mm-hmm. Or are you sitting there being like, when this happens, then? Or you're yeah. waiting for your manifestation to come true so that you can actually believe. It doesn't work that way. You have no. to believe before it can happen. Exactly. And it's like, you have to put in that work you have to put in the energy you know for those things to happen to you and it's like I say this all the time on my platforms it's like happiness whatever it is is out there for you right but like it's not gonna come 
to you. You have to go out there and like it takes energy. It takes intentional effort, right? To like go out and like have that be part of who you actually are. It takes living consciously. Every day. I say that all the time. Every single day. I need people to like get out of autopilot. Mm -hmm. Get out of autopilot. The sooner you do that, the more fulfilling of a life you're going to live. It's just like a relationship that you would have with any friend or like any partner, right? Like it's not just like once you achieve a friendship with someone that it's just like automatically set forever for the rest of life that like you're going to have this friendship without putting energy into it. It's the same thing with like the relationship that you have with yourself, right? Like you can be in a positive place, but you have to work to keep staying there. You have to work to like keep having that good like mindset and it just takes effort. It takes effort. It takes openness. Mm-hmm. Um, the desire to continue to learn and evolve. Yeah. And I will say that the work becomes easier mm-hmm. as it becomes a part of your life. Yeah. And as it becomes a part of your embedded way of thinking. And yeah. I think that the work is in the be- – it's the same way when people start working out. The beginning sucks. Exactly. But by the, Or even the beginning of a spin class, right? Yes. You, getting to Coco's class is hard enough, okay? <laughs> yes, Once you're in the saddle part, and she's like, yeah, exactly. Yes. Once you're in the saddle, you're like, oh, my God, the 45 minutes. Here we go. But 15, 20 minutes in and you're like, I got this. This. this is great. You know? yeah. yeah. I mean, you're whooping and yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Grant, until she gets you to jog and yeah. you're like, okay, hate We're you. We're sprints and jumps. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Lord. Like, I hate you. I'm done. I'm done with this class. <laughs> is 45 minutes up yet? Yeah. God. <laughs> no, but it's like once you have like felt what that feels like you're gonna chase you it you want to keep doing it's like making a good grade on a test like back when I was in school <laughs> you're such a good example making I was be like it's grades. like doing drugs yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking it's like you chase the high yeah you're like it's like making good grades it's like making an A on a test it makes me want to study more <laughs> right <But> like <laughs> it's like chasing the high of That's an A plus <laughs> I was totally off yeah that is hilarious it is so funny no but when I was in school and I would like make a good grade on a test I remember being like oh heck yeah like I'm gonna study even harder now for the next one like that felt great I want it again reinforcement Mm -hmm. that's why we say that to you know within the educational system too right is to have teachers give positive feedback because it encourages them to do more yeah yeah I love that okay so let's talk with the the listeners about creating a vision board for their 2022 okay yeah so if they everyone pull out like your pen and your (laughs) notebook or if you're in the car just like come back to this part (laughs) yeah and I'll preface this by saying I'm gonna go through it but if they want an actual workbook they can go to my site and download it from the membership portal okay because they'll get a little a little, something, something. a little something, something. We'll later. tell you guys in a little yeah. bit. So with vision boards, remember they're a tool, right? And remember that they're a tool when you've gotten into a state of being able to manifest and mm-hmm. receive. So before we can even get to making the vision boards, I want everyone to really focus on, you know, looking at their self-limiting beliefs, going ahead mm-hmm. and becoming a little bit more, creating the affirmations for themselves, yeah. clearing some of those blocks. Then when you're really ready to create this vision board and you're ready to demand the universe to give you what you want. And I say demand and command because that's just it. You're not asking. It's not mm-hmm. like you're going to your dad and be like, daddy, can I please? And he decides. No, you get to decide that yeah. you get this, right? Yeah. 
And so the first thing I'd say with a vision board is be clear. You should okay. be very, very, very clear about what you want. So oftentimes when I make my vision boards, I'm not just sticking stuff on there mm-hmm. as I'm like cutting clippings out. Yeah. I actually make a vision board on a piece of paper with writing okay. before I start putting it onto an actual board. Okay. Okay. Now vision boards can be made at the beginning of the year like we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I like newness too. So in fact, between us and the listeners. Now, I do a new little mini vision board almost every new moon. Ooh. Like I like using the moon cycles yeah. um, as a way to set new goals. Instead of new moons are new intentions, mm-hmm. new goals, new beginnings. I use full moons as a way of reflection. I generally burn the stuff that no longer serves me. And when I say burn, I literally write down shit that I'm yeah. done with for that month. And I'm like, Bye. light it on fire. Yep. Definitely oh fire. my gosh. What a, so. like, that would feel, so, I'm going to have to start doing that. It's such a great release strategy. And I think it like, feel it feels like a fresh slate again. And you're like, okay, yes. I'm done. Goodbye. Like that energy is no longer serving me. I'm yes. cutting that energy off. And I totally believe in energetics, right? So yeah. um, that part is, so for me, I do vision boards quite often. Okay. Um, so they don't have to be these like elaborate, mm-hmm. you know, let's paste the most beautiful photos. They could literally be words that you write on there. Yeah. They could be random clippings of things you found. It could be anything. Okay. And so you talk about using the moons something else so for the listeners uh, two other things that come to mind is obviously like at the top of a new month or the end of a new month but also I feel like a lot of times people fall in line with um like the semesters of school right so like August or September for a lot of people like is just a natural fresh start so those are some other times that you could do this wonderful activity that we're gonna learn yes yeah yes. no and I, that's I just you know when people are like well, when should we it's really anytime we don't I mean yes the new year's coming and I love using that energy of the yeah. new year because it's just so fun and exciting and yes it's contagious really it is but you can start today yep. you could create goals today mm-hmm. and you don't need to wait you know people will wait till Monday to start their diet yeah you know one of the things that I read in Atomic Habits actually mm-hmm. which I loved was that even if you made a one percent uh addition or whatever in your habits, positive habits, every day by the end of the year, you've made a 37% increase. It's amazing. Right? So 1%, we're talking making a 1% change. It's like the tiniest. Like if you, sure, you want to wait for your hardcore Monday Mm -hmm. to like start, but if you made like a small 1% change today and tomorrow and you until Monday and then Monday you start, Mm -hmm. you're still getting like a positive result. And so I think that we almost, we want like all or nothing or we want Mm -hmm. to go big or it's like go big or go home. Like, no. Yeah. The little things also matter. It really does. And like the little things I think is what helps this become more sustainable. Right? Yes. And it the adds up and it changes. Firmer you. foundation. And mm-hmm. yeah. It changes you at your like core, I think, mm-hmm. when you do it that way. Um, so now once you've become very, very clear on what it is that you want, and I'm saying talking specifics, like what do you really like visualize for your life Mm -hmm. Um, and then what I like to do and why vision boards work so well is just the power of visualization right we've seen this we've heard about it I won't get into it but that's what the vision board is really there for it's a power of visualization it's a power of seeing something every single day reminding Mm -hmm. yourself of what it is that you truly want right Um, the other thing that I really like doing for my vision boards is I like to use something called a bagua map a bagua map um, comes from feng shui Ooh. And so if 
people aren't familiar with feng shui, it's just like energy, mm-hmm. energetics around your house. So, you know, um, some people get very specific, like doors need to face a certain direction. Or, you know, I worked with a real estate company that I was actually on their podcast and um, they were saying that they had a client come in and they didn't buy the house because the front door and the back door were lined up with each other. And so oh. energy would just kind of flow through the house and wouldn't be able to stay. And so yeah. they, they were like, the only way we'll buy the house is if you can shift the back door mm-hmm. a little off center. Right. Um, you know, when you're in your house, I don't know if you've done this during COVID, I did this. Mm-hmm. Moving around furniture. Like I had my desk yep. facing a wall. Now I have it facing a window. Um, going ahead and making sure there's some greenery, some plants yes. in the house. Little things, right? Yep. That really yep. change the energy, the chi of your mm-hmm. house. So if people are familiar with acupuncture, right? feng shui kind of comes from that same principle. Right. So in the same way, I set up my vision board okay. using a Bagua map. So there's nine different sections. Okay. And you place them in the re- the sections that they would be like kind of in your house. Okay. And so I have the framework, which I'll give you. Yeah. Um, and that's where you go ahead and place. And the reason why I think it's so important is the first time I used a Bagua map, I realized that so much of my visualization and what I wanted was concentrated in like these two random sections. Okay. And my board was so not balanced. Yeah. It was really heavy in one area. Right. And not heavy in the others. And so being able to visually see that and really consciously think about what you mm-hmm. want in these other sections, I think is really activating and really powerful because again life is about balance you can't just dump everything into career you can't just manifest just love and relationships just physical fitness it has to be a culmination of everything to truly be happy yes just all working together right so the the sections that we have on there that i'll just run through is like wealth and abundance okay your fame reputation in your social life love and relationships Mm -hmm. your family health and your like centered being your children and your legacy your wisdom and self-knowledge, so your personal growth and development, your career and life journey, and then travel and helpful people. So those are the nine sections that I use. And they're placed in different sectors of the board. And then you go ahead and you place on the board. Now you can place affirmations on the board. Mm -hmm. You can place words on the board, pictures. But they have to be, it's not like, oh, I placed this picture of this ring and I want this exact ring, mm-hmm. right? There has to be a feeling associated with it. So okay. if you're placing a photo on your vision board, I want you to think about how does it make me feel? Yeah, It should elicit some sort of emotion because every time you look at that board, you should elicit an emotion because remember your thoughts create emotions, mm-hmm. your emotions create your behaviors or mm-hmm. actions and that's what creates your reality, Yeah, right? So the emotional component is very important. I actually like spritzing my like board with perfume and stuff because oh. I feel like certain elements I'm like I love the smell of rose yes and I put that in the love and relationship area I've dried yes. roses they can actually be physical things you can put dried roses on there yeah. you can put like I have a little sash of like you know dried rose petals that I've pinned on my vision board yeah um but to me the smell of roses brings a, like the thought of romance yeah you know so oh, yeah little things like that you know I have a couple that's dancing and oh. it's like you know and I'm like oh that's what I want to do um mm-hmm. you know I have this little I saw this little love letter that um one of the the royal members wrote to their wives back in the 40s or something it was like my dear like whatever it is and I was like I want love letters in my life you know so just getting very specific there was someone else I read this in another vision boarding um workshop um this one woman was like she put a picture of you know the blow bar blow dry bar the yellow hair dryer on there yes and it wasn't that she cared to get her hair blown out every day. Mm-hmm. It was how she wanted to feel like she does every yes. time she walks out of the blow dry bar. Yes. She feels confident. She feels like winds blowing through her hair. Like it's such a great feeling. And so she, oh, put, man. she put the yeah. hair dryer on her vision board, mm-hmm. not because she wants to blow out every day, but yeah. because she wants to feel that like feeling. she just got 
a blowout every yep. day. You know? Oh, And yes. so emotion is a very important part of your vision board. It's a placement. Mm-hmm. Emotion clarity um and then the last thing i'll tell you is that your vision board needs to be placed in a place where you see it every day if you're gonna make the i'm vision so glad board, you said that because i was gonna ask you where is yours so mine's even more specific so you know i told you i'm super into chinese astrology yes um and so in your natal chart whoops um in your natal chart you actually have um your specific sectors that okay. are good for manifesting or okay. you can even find out what your manifesting superpower is. so for example vision boards is for some mm-hmm. for some affirmations like they need to do affirmations for some people they manifest best through relationships so if they want to manifest something it's best to go through someone like oh okay like you know create a network find someone Mm -hmm. that can get you faster to your manifestation some people will manifest through downloads you know through dreams right so your natal chart can tell you some of these cool things and so my natal chart tells me where my okay the way that i like to think of it is this way you know when you have your cell phone you go to different parts of your room you have a different signal yep you also, according to Chinese metaphysics, have a stronger signal strength to the mm-hmm. universe when you are in a certain part of your house or s- oh. facing a certain direction. So even when you're meditating, yeah. you want to face a certain direction. Okay. And that's supposed to help magnify your right. ability to manifest. And so for me, mine is a south sector okay. of my house or room. And so that's where my vision board sits. It's yeah. in the south sector of my house. And I look at it every day because it's there. Yeah. And I just kind of like glance at it and like feel all the feelings yes um but i'm usually looking at it during my morning ritual so my morning rituals mm-hmm. are to do my affirmations to journal to light my candle to do my intentions so that mm-hmm. it's a part of my morning rituals now. yeah yeah um but it's just a reminder and then some of them i look, kind of look at them like oh that happened like yes yay for that like it's a good it's a good <laughs> feeling you know um hopefully i'll be able to share another manifestation with you guys in the next few months but yeah i'm excited yeah it's been good Oh man, this is such I know, good I'm getting stuff. chills. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to share it. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I, okay. So I just like on the, my to-do list for this week, I had been writing down like, okay, it's like time for me to start thinking and like getting ready for the new year. I've never done a vision board. I haven't. And I'm going to do one. Yes, and I, I am. You know, I was thinking about this, and and maybe we'll see if there's enough people that are interested. I did do it a couple months ago. We did like a little vision boarding, yeah, um, virtual like workshop party oh, together. Yeah. And we did it on the new moon. Okay, and so I sent out everyone the workbook in advance so they mm-hmm. could prep for it. And then that day, we kind of got together and we went through the workshop and yeah. just kind of did it. Um, and so maybe we'll maybe we'll have a little vision boarding party. That would be so fun. Yeah, and maybe we could even do it in person. I mean, if we do, depends on where our audience is. That but, would be so fun. Yeah, that would be so great. Because so like one thing I feel like a connotation that we have about vision boards is at least that I had is like flipping through mag or like you know when we were kids mm-hmm. and you would like cut out letters to like write your name or something like that like that's what I had in my mind so it's like oh yeah I'm gonna put like really nice car on here and like but like seeing a really nice car would not I mean sure it would put a smile on my face if I had one but like that's not going to give me like deep down just like, oh, that feels so So that's good. where you have to ask yourself, is it the car mm-hmm. or is it knowing that you can afford the car? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And if it's knowing that you can afford the car, what does that freedom of abundance look yep. like for you? Yeah. You know, is it that you're 
taking luxurious naps you're you know going to the spa is mm-hmm. it really the car yeah or is it all the other amounts of abundance yep. around you and the freedom that comes with it because I think most people want money at least for me I want money not for the things I want it for flexibility and freedom yeah yeah I want to not have to worry about whether my bills are being paid mm-hmm. I know I want to go ahead and have great dinners with my friends I yep. know that I want the financial flexibility so that I can have flexibility with my children one day when I have children yeah right? I know that I want it because I want to be able to travel. It's something I love doing. It's the yeah. experiences that I want to go ahead and experience, not just for myself, but for my future children one day. Yeah. You know? It's um, the why behind the what. And that's what people have to remember with these vision boards. Because if you place, you know, like I said, a fancy house and a fancy car and a Chanel bag and, mm-hmm. you know, a pair of lubes on there. Like, that's yeah. great. But what is that serving? Why do you yeah. want that? Yeah, exactly. And so, like... I, I was like smiling when you were saying like why like wealth is attractive to you and it's so similar for me right it's like so the one of the big reasons why I started Think Happy Co is because like I wanted the freedom right it's like I want to have a, my own schedule that I want and the travel it's like I want a company that like I can go anywhere and do because like after all of this COVID nonsense is behind us like I want to go abroad for three months, you know, and I want to have like the the freedom and the flexibility to like not worry about the mortgage back home and being abroad, you know, just stuff like that. And I think that with the right mindset, with the right work that you're doing, you know, like that's something that anyone can have, you know, like that is out there waiting for anyone who wants it and is going to do the work to get there. I mean, I can tell you I do business coaching now full time. And I will tell you the people have fantastic ideas. And I am there as their coach. But do you know what I coach them on the most probably? Tell me. Their mindset. Yeah. Is them actually believing that their idea is amazing. Mm-hmm. Them believing that it's possible to make money from this. Yeah. That it's possible that they can live the life that they want. Yeah. And that's the part. And then, of course, some people get overwhelmed and can't come up with the blueprint and, like, the step-by-step process. That's yeah. great. That's where you have people like me. Mm-hmm. But that first step with every client that I have, and it's the biggest block because the blueprint, once yeah. I give them the step-by-step process, they run with it, right? Because yeah. they're obviously ambitious women right. that, that, you know, really want to achieve their goals. But the first block and the biggest block that I deal with is them truly believing in themselves. Yeah. And women I it. and women more so than men. Yeah. Oh, women definitely why? more so than men. It's so we true. second guess ourselves so much more than men. men so will have much. an idea and be like, this is going to make me three billion dollars. And they'll yep. just, you know what I mean? It's and then just, they'll make three billion dollars. <laughs> they will. They will. Um, and or, you know, if they didn't hit three billion, they'll end up at one point five and be like, hey, that was still wasn't bad. You know, yeah. did pretty good. Whereas we'll be like, oh, maybe we'll make, you know, fifty thousand dollars the first year. Mm-hmm. And you're like stop what do, you, what do you really want to do all this work for 50,000 yeah you know? exactly so it's just one again but it's about believing what you are capable of actually receiving that is so good it's about believing what you're actually capable of achieving that is good that is really good Yay. Oh, <laughs> wow oh my gosh this conversation I know we could talk for hours has been so good you're gonna have to come back <laughs> Okay, you guys, so we had to like literally plan this like six, seven, eight weeks out (laughs) just because calendars are so crazy, but you absolutely have to come back. I would love to. I'd be honored to. Yes, yes. Okay, so 
my favorite question that I ask every guest before we start wrapping up. Do you have a life and or happiness hack that you incorporate into your life that the listeners might want to adopt as well? Uh, it's not necessarily a hack, but I okay. believe it's a way to live life. Yeah. Um, I think if you want to be happy, surround yourself by happy people. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it's very simple. Do not put yourself, if you're in the vibe of people that bring you down, that make you second guess yourself, that make you not believe in yourself, get out of that circle. Like Bye. drop it. Yes. Bye. Like Why? it's just not worth it. Energetically, it is not worth it. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself by people that inspire you. Yep. that motivate you, that give you the warm fuzzies, that make you laugh, that yes. make you feel good, that make you feel happy. And if yeah. your goal is to be happy, then be around people that are happy. And to take that even a step further, I think that like second to like, yes, the physical people you're around, but also the other influences that you allow to seep in. Social media. Oh my god. What you're girl. watching on TV, what you're listening to in the car, you know, all of those outside influences should also be things that lift you up. And now let's take it even further. Yes. We know that obviously being in a high vibe, we hear this term all the time, like we're hearing manifesting and positive mindset everywhere. Mm-hmm. High vibe really means being at a higher vibrational state. Mm-hmm. There is a science behind it. Yeah. That means high quality foods. Yeah. The type of music you listen to the environmental pollution that's around you, the foods that you consume, yeah. the people that you surround yourself with, the physical activity that you do, all of that creates high vibe. Yes. Now, if you can vibrate at that level, you're going to only attract at that level. Yes. And that's going to be phenomenal. Yes. 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 <laughs> this is so good. Okay. So you have something special for the listeners. I do. I yes. do. We've gotten to the fun part. All of it has been the fun part. What am I saying? Well, so we were talking about the private membership, mm-hmm. right? And the private membership, every month there is a new module. Like there's a new theme. So it's manifestation, self-love, mm-hmm. um, you know, habits, um, high vibe, feminine and whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have like the month of reflection. We have all of this. So right. um, we had a vision boarding month. So there's workbooks. There's my little audios. They're really small snippets so that we can get to the point because I know everyone's really busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a live call every month. And so because we were talking about the vision boarding, we were talking about the reflection, we were talking about manifesting. That's three months of yeah. stuff that was in this year's program. And so for your listeners, they can have a free month. And I'll Yay! leave all of the content up so that oh. they can go on there and literally download all the content. And if they don't want to continue, they don't have to. But at yeah. least they can get the manifestation, my eight steps to manifestation that I truly believe in. It's like broken down step mm-hmm. by step. They can get the vision boarding workshop where they get literally a workbook that tells them exactly how to do the uh, vision boarding. And then for the month of December, if they're really looking to reflect um, and set new goals, they can go ahead and download the 30-day journal prompts and they can do them at their own pace. And if they want to join us for the call in December, I would love that. Yes. Um, you guys, you have, have, <laughs> have to take advantage of this. Yeah, so it'll be the Subtle from Work Club membership. They can have a free month. And thank you, you guys. I am thanking her on behalf of y'all. This is amazing <laughs> stuff. You're so welcome. Um, where can we find you? Where can we connect with you? So Instagram. I have Sweet Sukana, which is my personal one because mm-hmm. everything else is my businesses. So right. Sweet Sukana is where I do more of the business coaching and the mindset stuff. Okay. Um, Sweet Sukana, if you don't know how to spell Sukana, S-U-K-A-I-N-A. I know. It's not a very common <laughs> name. I have to preface it. And it's not Sweet Zucchini. Zucchini. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, or you can just go to sukanaregeni.com, which is where you'll find the website and the membership and yes. the business coaching stuff. And yeah. 
Oh. Or you can find me in the macaron shops if you're in Houston. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> and you guys should try them. Literally, they are so good. I bought them for um, my Dunlop marketing staff. For I don't know if you remember. Oh, that's right. Um, what was it for? For um, Valentine's Day. I was like, that's what's that right. holiday in February? <laughs> Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Come by. Have some macarons. So They're thank delicious. You. They're delicious. So, you guys, just thank you so much for tuning in today. This was such such good stuff if y'all could do me a favor and share this podcast with a friend i would so appreciate it word of mouth is absolutely the best way to grow a new podcast and i need y'all's help to do this and honestly like y'all will get major bonus points if you also share it on your instagram if you do so tag both of us we would love to connect with you we would love to chat with you and just hear from y'all so y'all see you next week in 2022 from the bottom of my heart thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the think happy podcast if you just can't get enough find me on instagram at thinkhappy underscore co that's co and online at thinkhappyco.com see you next week